my dream is uh, um, to be international star. I got this tape from Celine's family, and that changed my life. I couldn't believe that voice. I was so excited when she came with her mother in the office. She was very, very shy. I knew she had the talent. And I would put everyone around her, like the right producers, the right songs.
everybody, bonjour and welcome to another Celine Dion podcast. This is episode 27 of the world's only Celine Dion podcast show. My name's Sean and this is the show for October 2016. And as promised on the show this month, we will go all the way back to the very start. In fact, we've been all the way back to the start already as we started the show with Cine Take on Rev. Of course, Celine's very first song written by her her mother and her brother a brilliant song and great to hear it again isn't it after all these years that's not all though we will review the very first part of Celine's career on the show this month up until the release of her first English album Unison in 1990 lots of memories coming up lots of classic Celine performances for you as well and of course as usual on the show we will bring you up to date from all the goings on in the world of Celine Dion from the past month or so as we bring all the latest news to you. A few requests on the show this month as well. Thanks to everyone who continues to get in touch and interact with the show. If you want to connect with us, remember we are on email, celinedionpodcast at gmail.com. Use that for song requests, for shout-outs. If you'd like to say hi to somebody, let us know and we will make it happen. Uh, follow us on Twitter, of course. It's at Celine Podcast, or like us on Facebook. Simply search for Celine Dion Podcast on Facebook. Okay then, before we start our journey down memory lane, have you ever wondered how Celine got her name? Well, uh, before she was born, of course, uh, Therese and Adamir Dion had 13 other children as well, so they had to think of a name for their 14th child. And two years before Celine was born, a very well-known French singer-songwriter, Hughes Offrey, had produced a song called Celine. And uh, of course, uh, the parents liked the song, and that is how Celine got her name. And here is a very short clip of the song by Hughes Offrey. This is Celine. Moi, Céline, toi qui es notre aînée, toi qui fus notre mère, toi qui l'a remplacée, as-tu vécu pour nous autrefois que sans jamais penser à toi? Non, 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 ne rougis pas, non, ne rougis pas. Beaux yeux, ne rougis pas, non, ne rougis pas. There it is there. That is Hughes Offrey with the song Celine. And that is the song that inspired Therese and Adamer to name their 14th child Celine. And uh, well, could we have imagined another name for her? I don't think so. It just suits her, doesn't it? It just suits her. Uh, okay, then, as we heard in the intro to the show this month, then, that famous story where, of course, uh, Therese sent the cassette of Celine singing Cinetech on Rev to Renee's office, and Celine met him, sung with the pencil microphone, and Renee signed her on the spot. He was that impressed. Uh, Celine's first single, Cinetech on Rev, was released in June 1981 in Quebec and eventually reached number four. 14 in the charts there and of course Celine's debut album Le Voix du Bon Dieu which means the good lord's voice was released in November 1981 and here is a very special early live performance of the title track from the album uh, Celine performs alongside her family here with the title song Le Voix du Bon Dieu Je Pour consoler les mots pour l'amitié, 
Ils sont encore plus beaux quand on plaît chanter C'est un fil trop magique Ce don de la musique C'est comme un grand cadeau que le ciel nous a Du bon Dieu. Of course, the title track of Celine's debut album released all the way back in November 1981. Are you lucky enough to have that in your collection? It really is a beautiful vinyl. Let us know if you have that in your collection. I should, of course, point out that many of the songs and uh, performances featured on this month's podcast show are, of course, over 30 years old. So the quality might be a little bit less than what you're used to on the show. So I do apologise about that in advance. But it is, of course, because we are revisiting some of the earliest performances uh, that we have for Celine. Now, unusually, alongside Celine's debut album, Le Voix du Bon Dieu, uh, Renee decided to release a, 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 a second album on the same day. That's right, alongside Le Voix du Bon Dieu, Celine released the album Celine Dion Chante Noël, which simply means Celine Dion sings Christmas. And of course, it was a French language Christmas album. Uh, and like I say, it was released alongside Le Voix du Bon Dieu in Quebec. And uh, well, it's one of the rarest Celine albums now that 
you can own. If you're lucky enough to have that in your collection, uh, like I do, it's worth an absolute fortune. Don't let it go, and if you decide to sell it, you'll get a very good price for it indeed. Now, is it too early to pre play Christmas songs? I think it's only fair. If we're visiting Celine's early career, we need to listen to a song from this album, don't we? Absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, this is a song from Celine Dion, Shanti Noel. It's called Saint Nuit, and in English, you may you may know this song as Silent Night. A very very early recording here, all the way back from 1981. Here we go. It's never too early to listen to Christmas songs, is it? An absolutely beautiful one there. St. Louis from Celine's album, Celine Dion, Chante Noel. Now let's fast forward to September 1982 as Celine released her third studio album, Telmont J'ai Demeur, I Have So Much Love. It sold over 150,000 copies in Canada. It became Celine's first big success there. 
and also her first award-winning album. It won five Felix Awards, which is essentially the Quebec Music Awards. And uh, also, during 1982, Celine went to Japan to take part in the World Popular Song Festival, the Yamaha Song Festival in Tokyo. And her, her song, Tell Monte de Mer, which she performed on the night, won Best Song there. And uh, also, Celine won Best Artist. Isn't that amazing? So early in her career, uh, Tell Monte de Mer uh, would have some other hit songs, including D'Amour ou Dimité, which was a hit in Canada, but a smash hit in France, selling over three quarters of a million copies. And uh, it ensured Celine was the first Canadian in history in history, to achieve a gold record in France with that song. Now, we mentioned Telmont J. Demure, the song, and we mentioned the Yamaha Song Festival, which Celine took part in in Japan. Do you want to hear her performance, the winning performance from that night? We've got it for you. Of course, not great quality, but you get the idea. This is Celine's performance from 1982 at the Yamaha Song Festival. Brilliant. Tell me, de Meur there, that performance live at the Yamaha Song Festival in 1982, where Celine won the Best Song Award and also Best Artist. 
absolutely brilliant song. Right then, let's pause just for a moment as we bring you up to date on the news from the past month or so in the world of Celine Dion. Once again, so much has been happening and uh, well, let's start with the news that on the 9th of October in Las Vegas at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, Celine celebrated her 1000th show in Las Vegas at that venue. Incredible to think that it started all those years ago in 2003 with the show A New Day, of course, over 700 performances of that show and Celine now up to her 1,000th performance in total uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, on the night, in the, on the 9th of October, uh, Celine made a special speech at the start of her show commemorating the fact that she's been at the venue for so long and her thoughts on having performed there all these years. Here is the opening speech from the 1,000th show in Las Vegas on the 9th of October. I mean... A thousand shows later, I don't feel that old. <laughs> wow. You don't look it. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. I'm not quite sure um, how to start, even though this place has been, the stage has been my home pretty much most of my whole life. And then you reach a moment or a number or an event or a lost or a happiness and then you forget everything and then you hold your microphone too tight and then you trip in your dress and <laughs> Hi guys. my goodness are we saturday <laughs> it's always good to come back after being away for a little while you know we uh, we have been touring this summer. We went on a, a little vacation. Well, they told us we're going on a vacation. <laughs> but it, I, I think the translation from English to French was not quite right. <laughs> we went on tour. <laughs> it's a good thing that we love what we do. You know, it's a good thing, a way to see it. So we went to Belgium, we went to Paris, we went to Montreal, we went to we went to see, I mean, you know, we, we, we got to see our families and our friends and, and our kids had such a great time to, uh, to play with the cousins and, and for my kids to see my mom and, and, and my brothers and sisters and we went on corner of the golf and fireplace outside. It was, it was so fun. Um, I, I have to tell you, um, I'm, I'm amazed of, um, when I, every time I see my mom, she's going to be 90 years old very soon. My whole family actually am proud, my parents, uh, the way, what they gave us, and the way they raised us, and as a mother today, I know, and, and it, it was so wonderful, because when I went home with my kids, they were playing in the grass, and they, when they played with frogs and worms, and they played bare feet in the grass, because here we cannot go bare feet, go way too hard. But they had a great time, and I went to see my mom, and she said, Oh, oh but they grew so much. And I said, Yeah, mom, they grow. And yeah, she said, What about tea time? And I said, Yes, that's a great idea. So we had a tea time, and she started to tell me things, you know, and then she started to tell me stories about them. This is amazing. It's like, And that was, I said, Really? And then she said, Yep. So, um, 
And then she came back and um, she said, I'll let you play with your kids. They need you. I said, Mom, you can. I'm going to come. I need my nap. I'm going to come back. I said, you do your thing. And I have to listen to my mom because I got, you know, I think, I think you know a lot about me. But, you know, don't read so much the newspapers because some stuff is really not that at all. You know that I'm the 14th child of the family. That you know, so they call me the accident of the family. That you did not know. The second thing that you did not know, probably, is that um, my father did not want to have any children. Huh. What happened? Somebody was wearing the pants. And it was not my dad. I mean, give a break to big mama. Please, come on. I mean, from zero to 14. I understand there was no TV at the time, but come on. Anyway, 14 kids later, she came back. I mean, I'm switching from back and forth. I'm so sorry. I talk so much. I'm sorry. I, I. Are you okay? Like you've warmed up all your instruments and I know you're still fine, but are you all okay? Because I don't want this night to ever end and I have so much to say. You know, honestly, honestly, this is this is kind of a bad habit from it's my fault because when you have 13 siblings, I, I never had a chance to talk, so when I can talk, I talk. <laughs> Saturday's great. <laughs> but anyway, so um, my mom came back and we had more tea and then she started to tell me the story and she told me the same story again. And later on she came back and I said she started to have tea again and she started to say the same story again. So I was like, what about a glass of wine? And then she said, that's a great, you know what she said, my doctor told me. Like in the old days, they said, one of the way keeps the doctor away. Well, she said, I'm grown up now. And now, lately, it's one glass of wine keeps the doctor away. So, it so I'm like, okay, mom, but you, you're at your third glass of wine. <laughs> he said, one. I know you're addicted to see it like me. One, two, three, one, two, three, one. One, two, three, but it's okay now. So anyway, I, I could talk for forever, but going home, and come back and really feel that coming back away from home, that we are still feeling like we're home. And it's wonderful because 15 years ago, we were invited to come here to perform and to have this Coliseum. Some people had a vision, including my wonderful dear husband, who is here tonight with us. I am very sure. Some people had a vision and uh, they were going to put a lot of money and work and effort and they wanted me to come. And people, I mean not people, um, because I don't consider that group of people some, how can we call them? Anyway, somehow it was written 
say people. It was written that the Titanic was going to sink again. Well, if it's about to sink again 15 years later, I am very proud that we are still together here tonight. I want to thank you all for celebrating this milestone. It could not be, it could have been done without you, without all of you, Renee, obviously, A and G in Caesar's Palace, um, for believing in the dream. And most of, of all, thank you to the, this is pretty amazing, thank you to the four million fans who have come to see the show since 2004. together if it's okay with you. All right, so let's do this. Let's go all the way back together. Thank you so much. Saturday night's all right. Thank you. Let's go all the way back together. That, of course, is what we're doing on the podcast show this month as we revisit the very start of Celine's career up until 1990. Before we get back to that, then, let's just bring you up to date on some more news from the past month or so. It was revealed that on the 25th of November, Celine's latest French album on Corin Soir will be re-released and it will contain a calendar with some images from Celine's summer tour in Belgium, France and Canada. Uh, the album was sold over 700,000 copies so far and like we say it will be re-released on the 25th of November. What are your thoughts on this re-release? Is that enough for you to buy the album again or would you be expecting a bit more from a re-released album? Me personally I was expecting perhaps some uh, live tracks from the summer tour, uh, ideally a DVD of the concerts but it doesn't look like we're going to get that uh, but will you be buying the re-release of Encore Un Soir? If you plan to, it's out on the 25th of November. Also then, on the 30th of October, Celine will be in Canada to, t- to attend the La Disque Awards, uh, where Renee will receive a posthumous award uh, for obviously his contribution to Celine's career and Canadian music. Celine will attend the event in person, and we will bring you more on that on next month's podcast show. Also this month, Celine was back at Disneyland in California celebrating Nelson and Eddie's sixth birthday. Six years, can you believe that? Time flies. Uh, Renee Charles was there as well and there are some great family photos of their fun together at the park on our Facebook page. Just be sure to visit our Facebook page and you will see all the photos there. And way back at the start of October, it was announced that the Cirque du Soleil co-founder, Gilles Sequois, 
I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. You know my pronunciation's not great. Uh, Gilles Sequoia is Celine's new artistic advisor. So what that means, we're not quite sure. Does that mean, you know, photographic images or what will Celine become involved in project-wise? Does it mean he will reinvent the Las Vegas Shore, the tours? No, no firm details on that yet, but it is confirmed Celine has a new artistic advisor. Okay, that just about does it for the news just now then. Let's go back on our trip down memory lane. We're staying with the Tell Monchie de Moore album as next up we have a request from one of our listeners. Uh, Carlos got in touch with us on our uh, Facebook page, which of course you can do as well. We'd love to hear from you, so please do get in touch if you've got any requests for the show or any suggestions or like I say if you'd just like a shout out, if you'd like a mention, get in touch with, with us we'd always love hearing from you. So anyway, yes, Carlos got in touch with us last month when we announced we'd be doing this uh, show uh, about revisiting Celine's early career and he requested a song from the Tell Monchie de Moore album. Uh, the song is called Écoutez Moi, which means Listen to Me. The song was written by Eddie Marnie and uh, according to Carlos, it's one of the most powerful songs she has recorded to this day and he thinks it's got a very similar message to the song Seal Sufis de Me. Let's see what you think of the song as we revisit the song Écoutez Moi from Telmont J. Demur. Here we go. Je 
Écoutez moi, suggested by Carlos. Thanks again for getting in touch with the show. Uh, please be sure to get in touch with your requests if you'd like to hear a song on a future show. Uh, right then, we move into 1983 on this journey down uh, Celine's career. Uh, September 1983, as Celine would release her next album, Le Chemin de Ma Maison, which means The Paths of My House. Uh, it was released in September 1983 and was again a massive success in Canada, sold over 100,000 copies and received the Felix Award for Best Selling Album of the Year. The first single, which we are about to play uh, an exclusive live performance for you, Mon Ami Quité reached the top of the charts in Quebec and stayed there for nine weeks. Now, earlier on that year, in April, uh, Celine also released her very first album in France, Du Soleil au Coeur, which means sunshine in the heart. Again, excuse my pronunciation. And uh, Mon Ami Quité was also a single from that album as well. So here we go. Uh, from 1983, Celine performs live when she's just 15 years old. Mon Ami Quité.
And beautiful Mon Ami Makite, which means my boyfriend left me. A live performance there from 1983 as Celine sung the song to promote Le, Le Chemin de Mamaison and also her very first French album, De Soleil au Coeur, of course means sunshine in the heart. Now on that album in France, Celine had recorded a version of The Land of Make Believe. Originally, uh, of course, made famous by the UK band Bucks Fizz, got to number one there, and Celine recorded a French version of it that was included on her first French album. Uh, listeners in Canada could find the song on Celine's se- uh, second Christmas album, Chants et Contes de Noël, which means Christmas songs and tales, and it was her fifth French album and in total, and of course, her second Christmas album. The song, A Quatre Pas DC. Ne cherche pas, mon petit, ton coin de paradis. Il t'attend gentiment à quatre pas d'ici.
Acatra Padisi, a brilliant French cover of the UK uh, band Bucks Fizz song, The Land of Make Believe. Now, I remember when I first discovered Celine's version of that song, I couldn't believe it because uh, I'm from the UK and I was so familiar with The Land of Make Believe by Bucks Fizz and it was absolutely brilliant to hear uh, Celine's version of the song. I still love that a lot to this day. What do you think? Let us know as always. Moving into 1984 then, Celine would release her sixth album. Uh, she would call it Melanie and it would be dedicated to her niece, Karine, of course diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. And this is when Celine would continue to raise awareness and funds for the Cystic Fibrosis uh, Foundation uh, in honour of her niece, album once again a huge commercial success reaching gold in Canada uh, had many uh, singles including Mon Reva de Tujours uh, and of course Una Colombe which uh, Celine performed live in front of Jean Paul II the Pope uh, in front of 65,000 people at the Olympic Stadium in Montreal probably the biggest milestone in her career to this date uh, on uh, that mega successful album and we've got of course we do live performance of that song Una Colombe from the 1984 Olympics coming up for you right now.
brilliant. Una Colomba performed live there at the Montreal Olympic Stadium back in 1984 in front of 65,000 people and also the Pope Jean Paul II. Uh, Celine still so young at this point in her career but she'd already won a song festival in Japan and performed for the Pope in Montreal unbelievable success already and the the album Melanie which that song is taken from another massive uh, success at the Felix Awards it won album of the year it won best-selling album of the year it won female vocal vocalist of the year it won song of the year for Una Colombe and also best-selling single of the year as well for that song incredible success for that album and uh, also interestingly this the album featured the song Twas Our Van which, of course, as we know, was one of Renee's favourite songs and, of course, included uh, And in his funeral service. It was the exact time, 20 past three, that uh, the funeral service began. And, of course, as we now know as well, it's included on some versions of Celine's latest French album, Encore une Soir, as a tribute to Renee as well. Okay, also in 1984 then, Celine would release her second album in France, her ninth album overall, uh, Les Oiseaux du Bonheur, meaning The Birds of Happiness, was a compilation album and uh, it also included Mon Rêve de Toujours and several new songs uh, and also songs from Melanie. Uh, the title track though is one of my favourites, uh, I hope you'll love it as well. Here we go, The Birds of Happiness, Les Oiseaux du Bonheur, a live performance from 1984. Chanson, ce sont 
really such a beautiful song. One of my very favourites, actually, from the early years of Celine's career. Les Oiseaux du Bonheur, the birds of happiness. Uh, well then, we move into 1985 and what a year it would be for Celine. Such a busy year. She would release yet another album, C'est pour toi, uh, meaning It's For You. Uh, again, great success in Quebec. The lead single, C'est pour toi, reached number three in Quebec. And C'est pour vivre was also released there as well. Uh, but also, more importantly, I think, in this year, Celine would uh, embark on her first tour. That's right, it was called Celine Dion On Concert, and it was actually recorded live for her first live album as well, which was also released in 1985. And uh, for the first time in her career, Celine also started performing songs in English, uh, which, of course, would be such an important event for the success of her career. Uh, during this tour, which took place uh, throughout March to June 1985, Celine uh, performed three English songs. She performed Irene Cara's What a Feeling, Over the Rainbow by Judy Garland, of course, uh, until very recently. That was Celine's uh, closing song uh, in her show in Las Vegas. It has been replaced by The Show Must Go On. And, uh, of course, also she performed the song Up Where We Belong, originally made famous by Joel Cocker and Jennifer Warrens. Celine performed it alongside Paul Bellargion. We'll go with that. Uh, and that's the song we've got coming up for you next as we continue our journey down memory lane uh, throughout the early part of Celine's career. Here it is, live in concert, up where we belong. <laughs>
Absolutely superb. That is Up Where We Belong, taken from the 1985 tour and album Celine Dion on Concert. Moving into 1986 then, one album this year, it would be Les Chansons on Or, uh, the Golden Songs. It really was a kind of first greatest hits album from Celine and uh, it looked back on obviously her work so far uh, including many of her most famous songs to date, Cine Take on Rev, Le Voix de Bon Dieu, Mon Mimikite a lot of the songs we've looked at so far that was released in Canada in July 1986 moving into 87 then well, really, Celine would begin to grow up in this year. Uh, she had a brand new look, a new style, and uh, the songs she was recording were a bit more mature, a bit more adult. Uh, and uh, she would have a new record company as well, CBS Records, uh, which would eventually become Sony Music as she released her album Incognito. The album would sell over 500,000 copies worldwide and it would win Celine more Felix Awards, including Female Vocalist of the Year and the song Incognito won in the category for Most Popular Song of the Year. Shall we hear a stripped back version of the song? I think we should. This is a very shortened version, but a very great version of Incognito. Here we go. M'en aller loin de toi, loin de moi Loin d'ici, une autre vie Loin de toi, il existe une autre moi Mon âme est dans ce pays Où personne ne saura qui je suis Solitaire, je chercherai sur la terre Un coin où je t'oublierai Loin de tout The brilliant Incognito, the title track of Celine's 1987 album. Uh, four songs from that album alone would go to number one in Quebec. Just shows, even to this day, uh, Celine's popularity there uh, just unsurpassed. Absolutely incredible. Uh, moving into 1988 then, the album would actually be re-released in France with a slightly different track list after a fairly momentous occasion in Celine's career. Uh, she would go to Dublin in 1988 and not only would she win the Eurovision Song Contest but she would also uh, make her mark on the world as she reached uh, probably her biggest audience to date uh, as the contest is beamed around the world live but also her personal life and her relationship with her manager Renee would change forever and indeed it would change both of their lives forever. Let's hear how that happened and then we will hear the winning performance from the Eurovision Song Contest in 1988 held in Dublin in Ireland. Ne partez pas sans moi. Well, you know, I, I got divorced uh, when she was about 17, 1985. 
and uh, we were always together, traveling together and working together. And one day in Dublin, actually, we were in in, in Dublin, in Ireland, for the Eurovision contest, 1988. Lucky country for us. Yeah. What did you say? And uh, we, I didn't say, didn't say nothing. Much. But at night, you know, when you kiss good night, always kiss on the cheek, and well, that night. I made like a little stop right here and <laughs> a little stop. And everything changed. Had you fallen in love by then? I was in love a long time before that. Winning performance of Ne Parte Pas Sans Moi from the 1988 Eurovision Song Contest held in Dublin in Ireland. And as we heard before, that was also the moment where Celine and Renee's relationship turned from, well, purely professional to something a little bit more. And aren't we all glad it did an amazing love story? 
Of course, Celine won the Eurovision Song Contest representing Switzerland and she won that year's contest by one point, beating the UK. And you know what? I'm completely okay with that. I absolutely am. <laughs> that just about does it then for this month's Celine Dion podcast. I really do hope you have enjoyed this month's show as we have went back to the very start of Celine's career and visited the important and big moments from 1981 right up until the start of 1990. The next album Celine would release would be her first in English. It would be Unison. And on next month's show, we will continue the journey in Celine's career from the release of Unison all the way through uh, until 1999 as she stepped back from the spotlight and took a two-year career break uh, as she tried to have a family. And of course, as we know, she did do that. Uh, But on next month's show from 1990 to 1999 and all of the remarkable and incredible success and achievements that Celine achieved along the way, we will look at it all. And of course, we want you to be involved with the show. What is your favourite song or performance from Celine throughout that time? We're looking for your suggestions from 1990 all the way through to 1999 and everything in between. Wow, you've got so many to pick from. Uh, drop us an email, celinedionpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Celine Podcast or like our Facebook page. Just search for Celine Dion Podcast on Facebook. You can, of course, message us through there as well. We're looking for your suggestions for next month's show, the best of Celine Dion from 1990 to 1999. Before we wrap things up then on this month's Celine Dion Podcast, one more song to play you. It was a massive song. It sold almost three quarters of a million copies back in the 80s. A quite incredible success. D'amour ou dimité, meaning of love or friendship. It was the second single from Celine's album Telmont G. Demur, and like we say it became a mega success. One of the best songs from the early years of Celine Dion and a remarkable way to tie up this month's Celine Dion podcast. Once again, it's been a pleasure bringing you the show this month. We continue to make the shows because you guys continue to listen to them. We thank Thank you so much for your continued support and as always a huge thank you for listening and take care of yourselves until next month bye bye